0: Hello, I am Kathy Chester, and this is Move It or Lose It, a podcast about all things that move the mind, body, spirit, and soul. Well, welcome to another edition of Move It or Lose It Podcast. So I have to say I've got chills and I'm a little nervous because this is a podcast that I dreamt of like six years ago when I would listen to podcasts and think, I really want to do this, but owning a gym, I didn't have the time to do it. And so now I do, and I get to interview the person I've wanted to interview the most. And so I'm very excited. So She happens to have the same name I do, but with a C. So the name of this podcast is called Kathy Chester Squared. So hopefully you get the humor (laughs) of that. So with no further ado, Kathy Chester, welcome to Move It or Lose It podcast.
1: Thank you, Kathy Chester. I don't think I'll ever (laughs) be able to say that to anybody else, I doubt.
0: (laughs) No, I told, um, I was telling Kathy before the interview that when I was just beginning and they would say, Oh, it's Kathy Chester. And I would say, and I had already been listening. I'm like, yeah, it it is. I'm not lying. It is. But um, thank you for having a name that got me a little bit of interviews. (laughs) Um, Thank you for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I have so many, so many questions, so many, so much respect for you, your diagnosis. I, of course, everybody wants to know that anybody who doesn't know you, today, you need to, you need to understand how, what an amazing woman this is. You were diagnosed in 1986, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So what fun was it then?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Tons of fun. So when I um, had all of these issues, like, um, you know, I was getting numb in my, in my feet and my legs, I was having trouble using my hands and I was just incredibly fatigued. 24 mm. seven. And, um, I was very, very weak and I was working in Manhattan at the time. And it was very okay. hard because I'd have to get to the bus terminal and get home. Right. And it was just ridiculous. So, um, one day when I was walking in the bus terminal and I wore my big heels and one of my heels came off and I didn't notice it because my foot wow. was so numb. Right. And I looked back 10 feet and there it was in back of me with all these people running over my shoe. Right. So I knew I had to get to a doctor. So I went to a sole practitioner, to a neurologist. Um, Because we're in 1986. 1986. There were no medications, no internet, nothing. Um, my diagnosis was pretty quick. In those days I had a CAT scan and they weren't using MRIs, uh, spinal Did tap. A
0: limb, oh, the spinal I was yeah. Say.
1: Yeah, So those two, it was uh, conclusive that I had okay. an asked My parents insisted I go to, uh, New York city for a second opinion and okay. um, that neurologist, you know, concurred. Um, and interestingly, he told me that there would be a cure in five years. So, oh. um,
0: did you okay. know it, did we know what it is <laughs> do we are we yeah. making it i would
1: i would have announced that by now okay. we would have would been in a different business you know so
0: <laughs> right you mean you didn't want to be a an influencer for ms <laughs> you what was an win?
1: influencer back <laughs> then tell me when there was no internet so right, i didn't right. know anyone with ms no. and so i just i just a uh, national ms society was really it right um, and we talked and, about that. Yeah. So it
0: was. Um, back then so was it phone calls and snail mail is that how you got through to them
1: yeah it was phone calls it was snail mail and of course you're email? waiting for the mail to arrive email right. what's email there was no email <laughs> oh you youngster um <laughs> no there was nothing no it's phone calls so nobody was using computers back then It right, was no. nothing it was so archaic no. so um yeah and my um my neurologist had the wisdom to tell me to go to an MS center where they right. um, um, they have doctors and nurses and, and, and therapies and, and lot. they have a library right. and uh, all now, so was forth, this all under center? one roof. So this MS center, which was one of the first was in Teaneck, New Jersey. I live in okay. New Jersey and um, it was um, a safe place for me to fall literally fall and my first nurse practitioner told me right off do not let ms be the sum total of who you are and i will never forget those words and she was right yeah so they embraced me and my family because they didn't know we didn't know right uh and that's so we were we were off but back then a neurologist told me uh when well, they diagnosed me to give up my job, give up my apartment, I lived on my own and moved back home with my parents and just wait until an exacerbation came and um, called them and they would give me steroids. And so I did all of those things. If you right. can imagine, I was 28 and I didn't know anything. Sure. I had a boyfriend, a serious boyfriend, and um, it was qu- quite scary. And so that, that was how it That's what, how it started. So I don't think it can get any lower than that.
0: No, that's that's pretty terrifying. And I I honestly can't imagine. I can't imagine. um, I can't imagine having nowhere to turn nowhere to to look. Um, It was
1: lonely. The MS center was very helpful. And I was very lucky that my family and my boyfriend were very supportive Uh, you know, I married the boyfriend and it's 33 years this year. (laughs) Very nice. Very good. Yeah. 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 Happy story. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So So, obviously he's been supportive throughout this entire thing for you.
1: He's totally supportive. He's my advocate. He's my memory. A lot of the times he's my reminder system. And also now he also writes for one of the, um, MS websites as a caregiver. So, um, he's, he's in it full, full boat. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do a
0: lot more um, of that with my podcast and really, really give me time to do even a Zoom podcast with the caregivers because they just they never get enough credit. And um, no, I loved, they, I saw your um, post that you did the other day. I loved it that you, if you haven't seen it, if you don't follow the other Kathy Chester with a C, the <laughs> Kathy Chester, then I love your Instagram post where you, you let the boys, your son and your husband, go what they wanted to do. And you did what you and I thought it was such a a beautiful time. It was just, you know, it was it was very, of course, the words not coming to my brain. It's almost there. It starts with an S. Spontaneous. Got it. Okay. It was very spontaneous that you got on, which I always think is brave. You got on and you talked about this is this is what I'm doing. And and I want you to know that sometimes they need a break, too, because I don't think we talk about that and it really, that day, I just happened to see it in the morning. And I just thought, you know what? That really gave me an opportunity to thank my spouse. And I think gives others an opportunity to thank whoever that person is in their life.
1: Well, I think we all need to pause sometimes because our lives are so filled with thinking about our a disease really, and how to take care of it, and, and we all get, um, you know, it's called self care. But the caregiver, whoever that may be in your life, that's helping you, certainly um, just gives up a huge part of themselves to to be that um, that advocate for you yes. and your friend and your support system. And it's so important to take care of them as well. And so yes. that day, it was funny. I also think it's very important to be authentic. You know, mm-hmm. social media is filled with everybody's most beautiful moments, and that's not reality. Yeah. It's not reality. So I wanted to show them this is 62. This is what I look like in the morning with no makeup. This is yeah. what I look like when I go walking. And love this that. is my way of saying, I love you to my husband and son who care for me yeah. all the time. And I think that there's a message there that we all need to take care of each other yes. because we are all in this together. And it yeah. was an important thing, I thought. I'm so glad that you enjoyed that because I love yeah. getting the feedback. Very back. much. It, I you. think
0: I watched it four times. Um, it just To me, it was, just, it was very inspiring, I think. You know, like you said, we get, we can get into a spot where I believe that we're so focused on the pain, on what's going to happen next, the scary stuff. And I think a lot of times when that happens, I think for us, it becomes, we're so self absorbed, not meaning to. And then when we're advocating and doing stuff like you're doing and I'm doing, we get focused on that and we forget. That the person or people holding us up, so that we can do that. So it, That's it really just—that's exactly
1: just, it. That's yeah. exactly it.
0: Yeah, so I thought yeah. it was yeah. it was beautiful. Sometimes so,
1: our head will explode with everything that we need to ingest with with medications or with supplements right. or with the issues or pain is a, as a is a quite a leveler, you know, in life. So you're so filled with that, but we all need to take care of those who are taking care yeah. of us. They yeah. are so deserving of it. So
0: absolutely, and even if you you can't, you know, physically you're exhausted make an appointment you know I've called sometimes a friend of his and said he needs to go out for a beer so (laughs) take him out um you know just knowing what that what that person needs I think is important
1: exactly
0: so going back to you Kathy so what I was so impressed with you're diagnosed there's no answers no people you've got this clinic you can go to but you started advocating pretty quick right away so what did that look like for you then well,
1: you know, I, I don't know if that was the smartest thing, but it felt right to me. And so I immediately, there was an opening in the local uh, national MS uh, support group. And I just felt like I had so much to give. I didn't know anything, but I wanted to do the support group. And so I, I would ask um, doctors, uh, researchers, scientists, all kinds of people to come and talk to us at for part of the time. And then, then we would have our own little chat, you know, and it was, it was, pretty successful but I uh I felt that I it wasn't right for me at that time okay. but I did really enjoy it so I really got my feet wet with that yeah I also would write letters to the editor back when you know newspapers magazines were being read uh and you know hard copy where you get your hands dirty from the print yeah
0: I still like uh, the smell right, of that though Still like exactly
1: in it. exactly New York Times every day yeah you know, but Anyway, so I would write a lot and I would get involved. Uh, we, my, my family and I got very much involved in the MS Center. They had programs for the family. My father got on the board and so forth. So we were really involved uh, in that. And so um, I, I really just loved talking to people with MS. I started speaking at small engagements all around, yeah. um, you know, northern New Jersey, and um, so uh, you know, and it, it went from there, unfortunately, a lot of the things I did back then are not recorded. I can't, right. you know, post right. it anywhere or share it with anybody. It's just not right. So, I think about that yeah. too
0: doing it early on, and I was like, man, I wish that was recorded somewhere. You know, I yeah, I wish that. Yeah. Wish I could have put that on on you know Facetime Live. Wish that was. Wish that was around then. You know, right. back then we right. you know we did our best to lead support groups and stuff and do the best we could. Right. So you did, and you it was did a, a good networking
1: thing. I did. Yes. And the MS center, the patients and the people that work there, we became a family and we yeah. did, um, and, and we did a lot of fundraising for them. So I started to meet people that way and, and it felt really good. Yeah, and then when sure. my husband and I got married, you know, we would do things together too. And we okay. did a lot of the walks, like the shirt yeah. you're wearing now. Yeah. We did that a lot. And, um, and so the, it, it, it grew incrementally. It, it grew on, um, until the internet. But, but before the internet, uh, and before any medications, I had seven years of no medications. Wow. Uh, there were none. So I was praying for that. Uh, what did you so go that on was first, quite a Kathy? Um, the first one that was available was beta seron. Right. So it was 1993. And mm-hmm. I went on that, and I had side effects. So then the next one was Avinex. Right. And I went on that and I had side effects. So finally when Copaxone came out, I went on that, um, used to have to reconstitute it at right. first and it was seven days a week. And yeah. so uh, I was on that for 22 years. <clears throat> really? Yeah. So wow. yeah. Yeah. Cause I did well on it
0: but wow. I got needle That's...
1: fatigue. That was the yeah. problem.
0: Yeah. That yeah. surprises me that you were able to stay on it that long.
1: I was because I, I didn't have any side effects and I didn't wow. want to jump over to something else that right. I might right. take a chance. It wasn't Definitely. until I recently went on Ocupus that yeah. I switched and I don't have to do it myself anymore.
0: <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, I was a year. on Avon X with you because back then, oh, yeah? was, you know you were given, like I always say, the glossy pamphlet, the, the right. VHS. And so back then, see, so I made you myself. Right. I had a VHS right. and it had a person briskly walking. That could be you if you lived, and then, uh, or a slow bicycle ride (laughs) if you lived, and then, yeah, um, and then you got to decide. And I always laugh because I'm like, "What cardiologist says, you had a heart attack, your heart's in trouble. What do you think?" Only in I think only in our world does this happen, where glossy pamphlets are given, and you're supposed to make a decision. So I too started Okiris. I'm due again in October, and nervous. I'm not. Yeah, me too. I go uh,
1: next week. I'm going.
0: Okay. You're not. Me know you're you not do. doing well. I don't feel. I don't feel great. But I was on Tycebury for years, like you. And why well, mess with a good thing? It was. I was never like on signed... Tisabri. Oh, I see what
1: you mean. You mean yeah. you were on a medication for years? Yeah. I'm sorry. It go did.
0: Ahead. It did great. No, I was on Avanex thing with you. It just didn't keep me out of relapses. And then with I was on. I actually I was. I did. I did, I did chemotherapy. And then I did. Um, then when. When Tysaver was available, I was on that, and I did phenomenal on it. And it was not until right before COVID, I was I was watching my stepson graduate from the Naval Officer Academy, and I got a call that I was JC positive. And like, of course, it's always at a weird time, right? Always at a birthday, absolutely a big event, and you're <laughs> like, I have to keep my crap together now because this is a big event. So right. Um, so now I'm on Ocrobus as well. So how are you how many how long have you been on Ocrobus?
1: I should remember. I think it's three years.
0: Really? I th-
1: yeah, I think it's three years. Yeah. Ah, there was a feeling? gap. But, uh how am I feeling? Well, I thought I would feel better. Um I guess I had too high of an expectation from it. That said, I have no new lesions. But as we Go know, ahead. the lesions, the MRIs don't always tell the full story. Right. <clears throat> I think also you don't know where because I've had MS for thirty-four years now. You don't know if if an issue is due to aging or if it's right. due to MS. Where does it start, start and stop? So I have, you know, I have slowed down my walkings a little yeah. slower. St- mm-hmm. Stairs are are more difficult. Yeah. Um. Things like that, and 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 I have gut issues. Uh. You know. So. Anyway, I had the expectation that the Ocrevus would do more for me, but it didn't. But I had a long talk with my neurologist and we decided that I should stay on it because I don't get any side effects from it. I don't have any new lesions. And I was thinking about going on Casimta, but why would I? Because it's the same B cells. So I don't want to try anything else. Um, So for now, I'm going to stay on the Ocrevus and hopefully I'll, I'll be stable.
0: Right. And hopefully yeah. something something for energy. Thought about that. Yeah, because you know, I don't feel the same as I did with Thai And so the same with you. I've heard I've heard that back and forth. When you have taken Thai for a long time and you've done well and you switch to okravis, you'll it doesn't always work so well. So we'll see. I'm gonna give it another couple tries and we'll see how we do. So okravis for now from you. And right. then we'll see. Right. So we'll keep in touch and see what where you decide to go with it after. Yes, so we'll do a is, Kathy
1: Chester Square update.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy, yeah, Kathy Chester Squared Okravis, good or bad. Yeah. It's, it's Obviously, everybody has a different you know view on it. Some people do great on it, which is awesome. What I want to know now from you, so now you're, you've are you been on, you were on Covaxin forever, and then you switched over to Okravis. So moving forward, all of the things that you decided when the internet came up, so you moved into more um, advocating, you started doing more things, more writing, blogging. So what got you started? What made you think blogging is for me, it's something I really feel I can get my voice out.
1: Well, um, when my son was in high school, I decided that I really wanted to, because um, I was a stay-at-home mom, which was my choice. And cause he went to school a little farther away from our home and I would have to drive him every day. And it was, you know, long story. But, anyway, so I was thinking what what should I do now?" And I went to school, I went to a University of Miami online, and I got my certification in health advocacy, thinking that I would go out and be a health advocate for people. Right. but that um, didn't work out because they really want nurses, and I can understand yeah. that. so yeah. I decided to marry my love of writing to my health advocacy. And something that I've been doing all these years. And I started to blog because I figured if I started a blog to show who I am and what I'm capable of doing and my expertise, that I could get hired for different initiatives and different companies. Mm -hmm. And that's why I started, that's when I started to blog, it's 10 years ago now. And I um, watched some YouTube videos and and created it on WordPress. So um, just getting an update. Uh, uh, through a grant from Healthy Voices, and it's almost ready. Um, I haven't um, wait, you can't go there yet. Slacked off, yeah. You you were going your
0: way ahead of me. Hold on, oh, okay. So so I'll back up. Hold on, back up, back up.
1: Okay, sorry, I'm dragging on. So, um, so I decided I, I, I really wanted to dig deeper into the advocacy, uh, and 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 through my blog, it really opened things up for me. I got to meet People from all over the world, and I mm-hmm. also got to meet, um, you know, professionals from all over the world. And in the meantime, I was the uh, for a few years. I was the official blogger for the uh, Consortium of Multiple Sclerosis Centers and for the IOMSN International Organization of MS Nurses. And wow. through them, I uh, met, you know, top doctors, top researchers, top scientists and, and, and patient advocates um, who I probably ordinarily, maybe I would have met them anyway, in some way, but I would see them up in person. I would be in the press room and I would really get to know them. So that way I could um, uh, in the beginning, I was the only patient really attending the uh, annual meetings every year to meet them. And so I, you know, was able to interview them and then Write about it on my blog, or write. I used to be a a, you know a contributor also to Huffington Post, and so through that I I could get the word out. Uh, My mission is to empower, educate, and um, inspire people. But I also want the able-bodied community to know what MS is and what it isn't. So my blog was my way of becoming an advocate in a in a different way, and I found it very gratifying. And it was a lot of work but it was all
0: worth it. Yeah. I think that that's so important. And as I've read through your blogs and stuff there, there's even when, um, I mean, every single thing touches on a different, you know, topic, a different feeling, emotion that, that we all have, um, different information, practical stuff, important things, things to look at that we meant to remember. Um, I just, I find it so fascinating blogging for me. One of my first symptoms was cognitive stuff. So it was like, I, all of a sudden I drew, I couldn't remember ways where I was going. I couldn't, rem- I could not help my kids with homework. I couldn't add or multiply. So writing for me looked like where I was homeschooling my, my oldest. And I would, I would give him like Lord of the Rings, you know, the book, but with, with no punctuation, nothing in it and say, okay, now you put all, you fix it, put the commas put the explanation, you put it all in. And I found all of a sudden I couldn't do it. I, I didn't even know where anything went. And so I was like, what's happening to my brain? So for me and for other, what would you say? How would you encourage those who want, who have so much to say and want to write, but don't have the ability to, to actually write, Right.
1: Well, look, <laughs> When we're blogging, the most important thing to me is to be authentic. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You know, uh, we're not, I don't know why, I'm thinking of, you know, the authors that I really love, but we're not classic writers. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to get Nobel prizes for literature. So um, we just have to write what we know. And even if we are having cognitive moments, that's what you write about. Right. And you write about that's it right. in the language that you want to write about it. There's no right or wrong with blogging. There's no good no. or bad. There's no judgment. It, it is just who you are. You're sharing your story, which is so important because if you reach even one person, right. that's the whole ball game. Absolutely. That's what makes it worth it. So you just go out there and do the best you can. And you know, you're 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 breaking yourself open. You're being vulnerable, right. and, and, right, guys, and we need you more people that? to Thank be vulnerable. Be right
0: Listen to what she said. So all of the people, my clients that asked me, I want to do this. I'm afraid get out there. Just, just go, just go. They want the information that you have. And when you've That's got right. good stuff, they want it. They want to hear it. So another thing I do is I have a girl that helps me. I put mine on memos on my phone and then she helps me write it out so that the commas and you've got, you're not just reading a run-on paragraph, which is kind of, it's hard to read. So she helps me with that. So that's another way, you know, there's always help that you can get to do that. But, um, so I love the blogging and, um, and then let's go on to your lifetime achievement award. So what did that (laughs) feel like? Like you're all of a sudden, like, what did that even, did you know it was coming? Did you have like, how much notice did you have before you received it?
1: Well, I just want to back up for one minute and say that you should also try out Grammarly because I have that on my computer
0: and I can put it, that at the bottom it, of the show notes.
1: Yeah, it really helps with with spelling and punctuation, paragraphs, all of that. You can get I have the free account, but you can of course okay. upgrade.
0: that's, um, that's awesome. And, that, and that's
1: very helpful. Yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't have that. So, so listeners, I'll put that on the bottom of the show notes so that you got that. Thank you.
1: Great. That's great. Sure. So we go health we go Health is an amazing organization that supports, they dedicate themselves to um, supporting, uplifting, educating advocates, and they do right. a phenomenal job. When I started getting active with them, I really felt supported. And I was able to go to Dallas two years ago to meet advocates. There were 140 of us chosen to meet, and I met advocates outside hey, of the MS. I think Herbal. I saw
0: that. Was that when you were on John Strong's podcast and he had, I think you were.
1: I'm not sure, about. I didn't meet John's drama, Healthy Voices.
0: Did you, because you were on one of the MS talk, you were on one of his podcasts.
1: I was, but I don't know that we talked about that. I okay. can't remember actually what we talked about. I've talked to him twice. Such a nice yeah. man. So I remember sponsor- that too. I was
0: listening to you <laughs> on that.
1: So WeGo Health and Janssen have this uh, Healthy Voices. It's um, you apply to go, and it's um, a, a weekend of um, hearing different lectures and, and meeting and networking with different uh, uh, advocates from all different illnesses. Which was the first time that I had really rubbed elbows with people outside of the MS community, and it uh-huh. was eye-opening and it was rewarding. It was wonderful. So I really got involved in WeGo Health. Now, We Go Health every year holds these awards that they give out. And um, I have been nominated for a couple of years, but I never expected um, to, to, to win one of them. And this, well, it was really 2020, was, uh-huh. um, you know, we were sitting there, uh, you know, they asked you to do a, a short video about why you became an advocate and submit it. And um, so, um, when I won, I screamed because I really uh, the the, the uh, other advocates that that were also nominated for the same lifetime achievement. We're all wonderful and have vast right. resumes and all. So uh, I was thrilled, absolutely yeah. thrilled that I, that I won it. And yes. with that, I was on their patient board for a year and I did a lot of activities with them. Right. And they, I, I really urge all advocates to join Legal Health because yeah. they have a vast library of things that you could do through them. Right. And um, it opens doors for you too. When yeah. You meet the most wonderful, wonderful people—the um, people that work for WeGo and the the, uh, the advocates that you meet. Right, which is so important to know that. Yeah, because, because I think yeah, like because what we you're... know we know each other's journeys. You don't right. have to explain why you're so tired exactly. or why can't you can't remember or why you're in bed all day, or you don't have to explain. It's understood because we all are right. going through it.
0: And having something that is so well known. And having that, I think the name makes you feel safe Mm than the crazy lunatic Instagram influencers that I see that I'm like, what, what are you saying? What are you doing with my business in, in um, movement and fitness? Unfortunately, my life has to be on Instagram a lot. And so the things that I know frustrate me as, as a trainer for MS and autoimmune diseases to see all of the fraud stuff that's out there more and more now, it's like, you know, get this app, and I can MS train you. And this influencer is, you know, five ten and size two, and has never dealt with anything in her life. And I'm like, what are these MS patients falling for? And know who you're working with. Know they care about you. Know that they want what's best for you to get moving. So I I love that that you offer something that for other advocates that is a place that we can go that. You know that you've got people that are have the same heart that you do. They're not there to, to promote themselves as you know the greatest influencer ever, but actually That's to right. get the message out and and help others.
1: That's right. And 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 now Ego Health has um, merged with um, Health Union. And yeah. Health Union. I've been writing for them for I would say eight or nine years. Okay. And um, so together, they are going to really be a force to be reckoned with, with helping the advocates and helping all of the communities that need help to lean on each other. And um, it's an extraordinary thing for me to sit back and see the landscape and how it's changed from 1986, where there was nothing to this. It's yeah. almost surreal to me sometimes, you know. So uh, give yeah. me
0: your one, the your favorite thing, the biggest change that you've seen. I know I'm saying just one that you've seen from mm. then to now that you can say, now I see it. Now I see, I see the horizon. I see that progress is really being made.
1: Well, I would have to say medications because I, I prayed for it for the, all those years. And then, and when I became an advocate, it was very easy to keep on top of all the research because there was hardly anything back then. And now it's just an explosion. of, 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 of medications and and what's in phase two and phase three, what's possible, um, what complementary medicines are, and, and what works for some people and what works for other people. And so I sit back in utter amazement at the, um, at, at, at at what is taking place now that is helping us live the quality of life that we deserve. And while I don't, in my heart of hearts, believe there will be a cure in my lifetime. I'm very confident that the next generation will have, I don't want to say we'll have a cure, but I, I'm really hoping in my private heart of hearts that there will be and yeah. that people will be able to do so much more. I wrote right. that, I think, <clears throat> I think I wrote that somewhere that they will be able to say, I used to have MS and yeah, wouldn't I think that, that be is the most blog. beautiful thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. It might be, but no, I, I, my son has MS. So I often think that, you know what, I I may not see, you know, I may, I I don't believe that either, but what I do believe is that we keep advocating and pushing for those that are, you know, after us and those who. Absolutely. um,
1: Yeah. Because I think that there's. there's more information and there are more, um, I mean, the clinical trials are so important for people to join as well, because we need that information. And I just pray that the next generation, you know, that there is a cure. There's so much, and and plus things are being repurposed, you know, like, like, um, oh, Nessie, I'm forgetting now the RA drug, (laughs) rituxin. Yeah. you know, was, was, yeah. So now, uh, you know, Ocrevus is similar. So you went from a a rheumatoid arthritis drug to an MS drug. So things like that could happen. I want to add in there that when I first was diagnosed and I asked for a script to help me pay for um, yoga and Tai Chi, they laughed me in the face and just said, no, forget it. Now they're pushing these prescriptions on you. Do, right. you know, try the yoga, try, you know, whatever complementary um, modality it is. Go give it a try. I haven't seen a try. That as
0: much in the, like what I do with the MS patients. So my MS training is, is my own. I was under other people and I'm on my own and I do MS. I've done it for years and I just was able to shut down a lot when COVID happened and really repurpose what I wanted to do. And that was really working with my autoimmune clients. And you know, do I love to train my other clients? Yeah, but not the big classes. I wanted to work with that. So I agree with you. It's it's just it's a different it's different with with movement because you know they'll get they'll get they'll be able to have prescriptions for physical therapy. You know, which is not at all the same. They're not going no, to learn to no, be not. able to. No, I mean the movement that I do with them, the memorizing, the contraction, the different ways that they're mo- they're moving the body and watching them be able to do things that they could never do. It takes time and it's Mm -hmm. not physical therapy. It's actually focusing that mind body connection. And so that's been tough because that now that in 2020, it was finally said, I think the MS society finally said yes to exercise where it was 100% across the board, but it still is very hard to get like all my MS patients, they can't, their insurance won't cover anything like that.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I should preface what I said that when back then I had a doctor that would give me a prescription for that. It's very difficult to get them to cover um, those things. Physical therapy is a whole different thing because you're talking about the movement of walking and even occupational therapy. When I had to relearn how to, you know, hold a pencil and things like that. So that will, that will all be colored and balance, um, you know, is such an important issue because you don't want to fall. So right. yeah, so they'll, they'll, they'll do that. I do wanna go back to something else that you said, and it's really important that people with MS research, research, research everything because there are a lot oh. of um, scams out there and people that say that they will do this and that or that they cure themselves and you can do this yeah. too please be careful, please research, please ask around, yeah. you know, read, 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 stay curious. It's very yeah. important. It yeah, is people are because ready to prey on us because they yes. think we're desperate and Absolutely. we're not, we, you know, no, one we're step stronger
0: at a time. than that. You know, we can go into remission for a lot of years and sometimes that tricks the person into thinking, believing that they're, that they're cured. And
1: right. that terrifies right.
0: me with our younger people. I see that a lot yeah. when I work with yeah. the younger people, they're like, I'm going to go off my stuff because it's been, six months, I feel fine. And I'm like, I, I see a lot of that still, that ignorance with our just not understanding what it is and the importance of not just jumping on and off stuff. But right. I, I agree with you 100 percent that our young right. people have to understand and read. And before you're an advocate for others, you have to know what it is that you have and know what it is that you need. I think that's so important that are, especially our newly diagnosed young patients, just, I'm always like, that was the first, how I got started was talking to newly diagnosed patients. So now I I talk to them all and and work with them, but agree. I'm glad that you put that point out there because it's so important to research, research. And I would say also Kathy, one thing that I don't know if you feel this way, but I finally got up, I guess enough care for myself that I was like, if you don't know if I'm going to you and you don't understand what disease, I'm, let's say a urologist, and you don't, you're asking me about MS. You're not for me. I need, I need an MS urologist. I need an MS. You know, we we forget that we can get neuro things, neuro counseling, neuro things like that, where we think we're stuck with just a regular counselor, which may not work for us because they may not understand the fears and the stuff that we have. So I've been really, really trying to work with in, in my industry to look for, look for the doctors that specialize in your, in your autoimmune disease.
1: That's right. Because they are there are more specialties available now. Like I just went to a neuro-ophthalmologist, you know, I go to all, all the doctors that I use all have to know about MS because it's a specialty. Right. Um, and if they're not, then I really move on, which yeah. happens a lot. Um, yeah. You you have to be your own best advocate. You have to take care of your health. You only get one shot at this. That's and right. you have to get yeah someone that is very knowledgeable in our disease because there's so much to know about it. And we're all different from each other. And right. we all react to medications differently than each other. Absolutely. So it's really important to find out who those doctors are and get yeah. referrals from your neurologist yes. yes. to, to go to other doctors. It's very important. Yeah. yeah absolutely I would have
0: you if you want to refer your um the neuro when are you going to now a neuro ophthalmologist neuro
1: ophthalmologist yeah Yeah,
0: because I think that's a big one and and I remember years I've just always I've always dealt with optic neuritis and years just going to a regular ophthalmologist and it wasn't until I heard something saying somebody saying that even a regular ophthalmologist can see that the optic nerve you know is swollen and I thought was like I've only known a a regular ophthalmologist. I didn't even know there was another option. So I think it's really educating. And it's something that I love to do that there are neuro, there are neuro urologists, there are neuro ophthalmologists. And so I think- putting There's neuro
1: everything. Yeah. And I also just went for cognitive testing, which my neurologist just referred me to. I think that's important even just to get a baseline, which I did when I was 30. Okay. And at 62, I got the next one. And I also, this is a little known, but because I have motility issues, you know, bowel and bladder, uh-huh. um, I, I go for pelvic floor therapy and she's well-versed in MS. And we do different exercises. It's internal and external. And that's yeah. something that's not as widely known, but for constipation or for leakage or for whatever it right. is, um, which which many people with MS have. Definitely. That's another important therapy to, to give a whirl. And there are more yeah. and more out there that have specialized in it. So. And I think being yeah. careful
0: with that too. I, was, I, I, I have a neurologist that I've always gone to. Again, not a neuro one. So I was referred to one. He knew nothing about MS. Pretended to. But again, it's really researching, asking the questions. Bring another person with you. Bring a notebook with you. And if they don't, it's okay. You, you have the right to break up and walk away. You're not married right. to them. You can walk away. Oh
1: no, oh no, oh no. I always go in with my list of questions and I went to one once that a neurologist had never looked up at me. He And then he cut me short because he had to go and I walked out I never went back. So you have to do what's best for you, right? You know, right. It's you're not hurting anybody's feelings, believe me. But you're taking the best care of yourself that you possibly can. And also, this is why I love the MS centers, is because they not only have different people on staff, they can refer you out to something right. that you may need that that they, that they don't have, and you're well taken care of. And there's they they popped up all over the world, so right? That's yeah. So I would recommend. And also, those as I think well.
0: it's it's different having an MS nurse you know, where she's yeah. exhausted and she's, you know, coming in there and, and just, what can I get you? Um, so there, there's something to that when, and, and oh, I love the,
1: and, yeah, I love the nurse practitioners because they look at the yes. whole person. Absolutely. They're not just looking at your physical needs. They're looking at your emotional and your right. spiritual needs. Right. And I I've written many times about the nurses, um, uh, because yeah. I just think that they are, um, you know, they go beyond above and beyond oh, yeah. what they need to do. And they're just wonderful, knowledgeable, compassionate, tolerant, all of that. And don't get the appreciation,
0: yeah. I think, that they deserve.
1: No, but I hope they are getting it more because they really right. deserve it. They really deserve
0: I, um, it. My goal is to get one of my MS nurses onto the podcast. Because I think it's just yes, really important should. to Yeah. So that is um, so now moving on, Kathy Chester. I want to talk about now, not just <laughs> I think your you like saying that name. I do. I just I'm just gonna keep saying it. So okay. to, now so I heard you talk about a couple things that you've got coming up. You were really excited. And you said you're getting a facelift. I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't think you need a <laughs> facelift, Kathy. I think you look great. I don't think you oh, need one. So um, explain to our our listeners what it is that is coming up with you.
1: So my blog is an empowered spirit, and I started it 10 years ago, as I said. And um, I just listened to a series of YouTube videos that some woman created. And that's how I created my blog. Um, and um, so I did think it needed a facelift. My blog, not me. Got it. Um, Good. And I, so Healthy Voices, which is supported by Janssen, which is part of Johnson & Johnson. Uh-huh. They have an impact fund every year that you can apply to. To um, to support different aspects of your advocacy, and you have to explain what you want, and mm-hmm. um, and I was I was grateful that I was um, that I received a grant from them. And I wanted to update my blog. And so that's exactly what I did. I found some uh, a webmaster that is helping me uh, do that. It's almost finished. I had some photos taken last week and I did one really cool interview with an advocate that I think everybody will love seeing. Um, and so uh, that's going to be coming out pretty soon. And I'm excited about it because yeah. I took a step during the pandemic and thought, "What do I want? I need to do something different in advocacy." Yeah. Um, and so, I'd like to experiment with some things once my blog goes up. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah. So the so when you're talking about you, you interviewed. So is that the interview going to be on there, just like um, audio? It will. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It It was a zoom interview. So you'll see okay. the person and, uh, I think you'll, you'll get a kick out of it and yeah. you'll learn a lot as well. So, Love that. um, yeah, you know, choo- choosing advocates to interview, especially for my first one is very hard because it's like choosing one of your children, but I just right, went right. with who I thought would be good, a good start. And, um, yeah. and, and so I want, you know, I, I stopped blogging, um, uh, in March, I think, and I took a break. I wanted to do some, um, Self care and some, you know, inner work, and and also I was part of a a, a group of, of uh, women uh, with a a, a heart centered business coach, okay. and so I really worked with all of them. Yeah, I want to be oh. able to do my job as an advocate to bring more to the community and the best way that I possibly can. So
0: let's. Well, see I can happens. tell you that we are going to be very excited. And um, oh, when I saw that, you. I was like, yes. So. I'm excited to see what you've got coming up, excited to help out in any way and just thrilled to see what you're doing. And also really important for me to show that MS, like we always say, it doesn't define us and look at the things that we can do. Look at how old you're 60. You say it. I'm not going to say it. (laughs) And that's okay. I say it all the time. And you're still going strong. You're not giving up. You're not done. You're still going after it. You're still advocating even more. Now you're on a, on a new journey. I think it's important that as we still breathe and have breath and we still can share whatever that looks like, it's so important and it feels so good to be able to advocate and help. So
1: yeah, it's it's what helps me breathe every day because I know that I'm helping people and, and in turn, they're helping me as well. Yes. So yes. there's a certain, there's, there's a certain, um, circle that's going on there where we're helping each other. We're each other, supporting each other and we're loving each other. We're friends, you know? Yes. So and yeah, important it's important because exciting.
0: we know it can be isolating. So that's, very. It's, it's so yep. important. So yeah. I'm excited about it, Kathy. I, I thank you so much for doing this interview with me. Um, thank you that, like, very this- much. As our listeners will know, it will be on on regular. You can listen to it on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And then it will also be on YouTube, on our YouTube station, on our uh, Move It or Visit Facebook. Thank you so much. This was an awesome interview. I know you guys are going to love it. I think it'll end up being two parts, but we'll see. So thank you so much. Have a great morning, day, evening, wherever time it is for you guys today. God bless. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on move it or lose it podcast where you can again find us wherever you like your podcast whether it's apple spotify stitcher join us on that and we can't wait to see you again we're going to have a lot of exciting guests and working together and as always you'll hear us say at the end of every podcast we are stronger together so let's do it let's become stronger together have a great day